Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Max. And I'm Skylar. Recently, we decided to start watching Bob's Burgers to see what it was all about. And it didn't take us long to become completely obsessed with the show. But one of the things we love the most about the show is the brilliant end credit sequences. Which is why we created this podcast. Each week, we're going episode by episode to talk about the elaborate end credits. We're excited to have you join us right here on Bob's Credits. We'll make sure the Bob's Burgers end credits get the credit they're due. All right! Okay, I have to count this on my fingers, so just ignore my hands. One, two, three, four. <laughs> oh, no, that's a good one. We'll do that one in the future. Psycho killer, qu'est-ce Chip, 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 baru. I think I got it right. I love it. And it's, for us, it's spooky season spooky right now. Spooky season. This was an outtake from uh, Tina Witch, where we ended up doing uh, Werewolves of London. Yes. Was the song. That's right. But Psycho Killer was second. Well, I loved that. And... I appreciated the counting on your fingers. Thank you. I still don't know if I got it right with as far as how many fa 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 better. I think you did it. Okay. It was great. All right. A plus. That song pops up. I feel like it doesn't pop up enough in like psycho killer movies. Is it too on the nose? Oh, you know what might have been fun? You know that horror movie Fresh that we just watched? Yeah. That's like the tone of a movie that could handle it. Yeah, the scene where, uh, what's his name? Sebastian Stan and Daisy Edgar Jones, like, dance. Maybe they could dance to uh, Psycho Killer. <laughs> I would be like, this is too on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, they do what, um, there was this big trend in, like, psychological thrillers and stuff where they would just take a song and, like, slow it down and make it eerie. It'd be like, Psycho. Go oh yeah, you know, like a slow it's motion, especially in the trailers. Yes, which oh, I, they love that. There has to be a version of that song in slow motion in some kind of horror psycho killer movie. You know what? I'd be here for it. I like it. I'm gonna track one down. Chip chipperoo, everyone. We've already gone on the tangent. Skylar and I should probably host a horror podcast of some sort because we watch a lot of it. We need. An angle. We need an angle. We don't want to just do what everyone else does. Not that we don't enjoy those. And we, we enjoy think they're, we, I listen to plenty of them. But we're not here to talk about horror movies. We are here to talk about Bob's Burgers. More 
specifically the end credit sequence to Bob's Burgers. But we talk about uh, everything Bob's Burgers related. We sure do. Before we get into the Bob's Burgers stuff, though, we have some new patrons to thank, and we have to burger pun their name, Skylar. Let's do it. First up, we have Amy Jo Smith. I love that name. Amy Jo Smith, moving forward, you will be known as, you have to say it as like a little kid. Okay, okay. okay. I already love this. Yeah. Amy Jo Smith, a meat dough bith of bacon burger. Bith of bacon. Yeah, bith of bacon. <laughs> it has bith of bacon in it. Because it's a little kid asking for the bith of bacon. I don't know what this is, but I love it. It so, has all my favorite things in it. There you go. There you have it, uh, Amy Jo. Next up, we have Alice Whittle. Another great name. Just two great back-to-backers. Yep. Alice Whittle moving forward. You'll be known as the Alice Cinnamon Brittle Burger. It's a dessert burger. Ooh. We've had a dessert burger before. This is another dessert burger. Sometimes you don't want a savory burger. Sometimes you want something a little sweet. It's true. I feel like that would be like a food trend like seven years ago. Probably. Let's say you like were at Wonder Wharf and you forgot to get yourself a funnel cake. Pop into Bob's Burgers and get the Alice Cinnamon Brittle Burger. You know what else you could do for Alice? If we're on the theme of little kids, she could have Alice an Alice Whittle Burger. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I should have done all little kids burgers. Thank you to the two of you. We're so excited to have you joining us on Patreon. If you would like your name Burger Pond on the podcast right here, you got to sign up for Patreon, subscribe to the tier. $5 tier for $5, that. $5 tier to have your name Burger Pond on the show. Patreon is probably the best way to support this podcast and what we do on this main feed. Skylar and I work very, very, very hard on it. Don't get us wrong. We love doing it. We love doing it for you. We love doing it for us. We have so much fun. But it, quote unquote, keeps the lights on yes, for the podcast. Absolutely. And the, the best part is that you get a bunch of stuff while supporting the podcast. You get a bunch of content. And here's the other thing. Max and I had a really great Patreon meeting and what we wanted it to look like moving forward. And something that's going to be very important to us as we've restructured the the new tiers is not only giving you extra content, but making this a community-based subscription. So Bob's is so heartfelt and community-based and the fans are. So we're going to be doing live streaming, live discussions, live trivia. The Discord is always popping. What has organically happened is a little family has grown on our Discord and we're taking that further with our relaunch of our Patreon. Absolutely. Well said. I couldn't couldn't have said it better myself. Um, if we are going super heavy on this promotion for the Patreon, mm -hmm. you know why now? Because this is what keeps us going on the main feed. So we have to promo it. We hope to see more of you over there. We really have a lot of fun over there. But that's enough. That's enough. That's we enough got of that. a good episode. I have yeah. a great Skylar side this week. Dish it, girl. Oh, we're doing it yeah, well, you, right you now? Well, you said it. You said it. You, tr you triggered my quote. All right. I have an answer to one of the fiercest 
fan questions. Will we ever get to see Ginger? Oh. At the end of May of this year, so I think the interview with Lauren Bouchard was May 25th, 2022. Lauren Bouchard answered this question in in an interview. First of all, he lovingly said, and I'm paraphrasing, y'all, this is your fault. It is your fault that you haven't seen Ginger because the more you question it, the more you talk about it, the more we want to hold back. It's like so fun for us to hold back. So he was a little bit cheeky there, but then he said that if they ever found the right actor and the right story, they will show Ginger. But more likely... We're going to maybe see some episodes and like maybe you think you're going to see a, see her at the end of the episode and then they're going to pull back. Stuff like that. Nora Smith also interjected that she also thinks the fans' imagination of who she is, where she lives in the this world, what her personality like is maybe better than what they could write. True. I feel like you're not going to satisfy everyone after the buildup up. No matter how like great the story is or the character voice is, the mystery is so fun, and it's part of like the it's 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 a part of the show. It's a it's a running gag. It's you know it's it's funny, and I don't think we really want to meet Ginger. I don't. Really. I think we want people to, say they do, but the the curi- curiosity is so much better than the reveal. I think I agree. I'm cool with with Linda just like given Ginger updates about Little King Trash Mouth over the phone. Yeah, maybe the final episode of Bob's. I don't even want to say that, and my heart just broke. Oh, my gosh. I'm <laughs> but like, oh. maybe that's where we get the, get a little reveal. Yeah. By the way, I'm Ginger. <laughs> you? <laughs> no, no, not me. <laughs> it's like... Uh, it was Jennifer, Jean all along. Jennifer, <laughs> Jennifer Coolidge is the voice. <laughs> Well, you just cracked the freaking case. Has she done a voice on Bob? She needs she to do a voice. She needs to. Oh, my God. Her oh, Emmy speech. But her stock is only rising. Yeah. Up. And she's she is going to be in the second season of White Lotus. Yeah. So it's going to keep rising. Wow. That's some great information, Skylar. Thank you. You're so humbly welcome. All right. Are you ready to play a little Bob pun or Max pun? I'm ready. We are taking it back to the original. Yes. We are doing burger puns this okay. week. Your first pun is the little sprouts on the prairie burger. Bob's? Yes. Your next pun is Spider-Man No Way Home Burger. Way is spelled W-H-E-Y. You? Yes. Your next pun is, you're the bun that I want. <laughs> Max. Yes. Is she going to go? Shh, 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 four for four this week, folks. Don't jinx it. The Chevra little thing she does is magic burger. Bob. Yes. Yay! Oh, is that two weeks in a row? I can't remember. I don't, I think there's a week in between. Anyway. We should get in this episode, don't you think? That's a good one, though. Like, I, I that's love one it. of my favorites. I love it. Should we get in this episode? Yes. Skylar, can we have the title and synopsis for season seven, episode four, please? Four. Ah! 
<laughs> little Linda. We've been watching too many horror yeah. films. We're going to Horror Nights this year. Our first time ever. We are. Skylar and I Universal. are going to Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights. If I just screamed at you shouting a funny Linda line. Yeah, this is going to be a disaster. All right. Here we go. They serve horses, don't they? Bob tries to save money by using Jimmy's meat guy. It is cheaper, but it's also horse meat, much to Tina's absolute horror. Bob will bypass consequences for selling horse meat if he goes on a sting for Hugo to take Jack, the dirty, rotten horse killer, down. This episode came out on November 6, 2016. It was written by Stephen Davis and Kelvin Yu and directed by Tyree Dillahay. Let me start right away with the title of this episode. Yes, Because please. you turned to me when we were watching it yesterday and said, what is that title referencing? And mm-hmm. I said, I will tell you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then what did I say? Uh, oh, oh, bit the bacon. <laughs> that's your, that's your oh, little, little bit the bacon. Oh, little bit the bacon when you're upset with me. I said, they shoot Gilmore's, don't they? Yeah, it's a Gilmore Girls title. It is? No, no, no. The Gilmore Gilmore Girls Girls is also taking it from this movie, apparently. Yeah, so I was able to identify an overlap in Bob's Burgers and Gilmore Girls, but I still don't know the original source. So the title is reference to a movie from 1969, which was based on a 1935 novel called They Shoot Horses, Don't They? It starred Jane Fonda and was directed by Sidney Pollack. Any guesses what the movie's about? Not, has nothing to do with horses. You're correct. Okay. This is the IMDb synopsis. (laughs) Okay. The lives of a disparate group of contestants intertwine in an inhumanely grueling dance marathon. This is so Jane Fonda, like I can't even. The only thing I can think of is that it's like when when a horse is injured, they shoot them. I like I like metaphorical titles. I'm yeah. I'm so all I, down for I it. I assume that's where the connection is. Anyway, that's what the title is referencing. I'm so glad I know curious. that now. Tell me about this episode. Tell me your thoughts, your feelings about this episode. There are some m- moments that I just adore in this episode so so much. Is it my favorite plot? No, but I this is such a solid episode. I have I have some things I've written down that I love from this episode that I want to share, but it's not a top 10 for me. Oh, no. Definitely what about not. you? Yeah, I struggle, and I've said this before, we've said this before with Hugo. It's too much Hugo in this episode for me. He bothers me. He's very annoying. As he's meant to be, but he has a lot of screen time. Yeah. However, when he's not on screen... Bob is hysterical in this episode. Yeah, Bob is great. Bob trying to be undercover is hilarious. Jack Conway is great. Like, I I love that character. Any guesses uh, who does the voice for Jack I feel like it's one of these, what's that city, the improv, second city guys that are friends with everyone. Yes, absolutely. I thought you would get his voice because it's very specific, But he and he's in two of our favorite comedies uh, of all time. Oh. Really? Or that we've rewatched over and okay, over again? Okay, I do have a guess. Okay. Holly's boyfriend on The Office. Oh, no, that's good. That Rob a good Hubel. Guess. Yeah, Rob okay. Hubel, who's done a bunch of voices on this show. That's a good mm-hmm. guess. It's Ken Marino, who is oh my in God, Party so- Down and the other two. 
He's hilarious. Oh, he he's the manager in the other two. He's the he's yeah, he's the the kids manager in the other two and he's the boss in yeah. Party Down. He he is everything. So funny. Such an underrated actor. Yeah, and always funny in anything he's in and great in this character too. I also appreciated that his company in this show mm-hmm. is called Nice to Meet You. Okay. okay, I have two follow-up things to say to this. Okay, come meet our family. Come meet our family. Let us meet you. That should be our Patreon entrance song. Absolutely. Um. Okay, so you just said, let us meet you. I love that, and I did not catch that when we were watching it. But did you catch that their proper meat seller or meat distributor is named Dimitri? No. Dimitri? Yeah, that's I mean, great. They, don't, they don't make it obvious, but I was just like, of all the names you could choose for a meat delivery guy. Yeah. Dimitri. Dimitri. And while we're on Jack, the character of Jack... The ska music moment, just the fact that he picked, like, that the writers picked ska music as the genre of music that he's going to, like, threaten Bob to to tune out the recording with. I mean, I think I just laughed out loud. He, it's so fun. It says so much about him as a person to, like, his go-to or that he has ska albums to just pull out right away. <laughs> Were you into ska when ska was a thing? I think it was you a little too young. too young. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I went through the big ska phase. It was. Is that Max and I have been watching so many documentaries on the 1999 Woodstock? Woodstock. Yeah. Was that kind of that era? No. That was after, I think. Ska was a little bit before. It was a little bit happier. And then it got, like, music got angry. Oh. Well, if you are think- into music, go watch any documentary about 1990. The the ninety nine Woodstock. Oh my god, Holy that was a disaster. Moly. Yeah, I think there's one on Netflix. There's one on Hulu or HBO Max. I think it's HBO Max. But the Netflix one was really good. Yeah. So no, I did not go through a ska phase. I'm a little too young. Oh man. Although although y'all, I'm 32, and someone asked me my age the other day, and she said, "Oh my god, you look good. Like as in you look good for your age." And it's the first time that's ever happened to me it's starting and as a woman i feel like this is my life from now on i feel okay anyway you do look good i'll tell you you that so we're talking about all these different like meat puns and these titles and stuff this episode i noticed this as we were watching it because there's so many moments where jack's so many different days where jack's coming in and delivering the meat yes it has so many burgers of the days in this episode Max, and I particularly, not only are there a lot of burgers of the day in this episode, I particularly wrote down how good they are. I have two that I love, but I have a feeling you're going to list them for us. Oh, I don't have them listed. I was just gonna. I was just saying there's seven total, and that's the most we see in any episode really? of Bob's up to this point. I was noticing it, and I was trying to keep up with them because the first one at the beginning of the episode is so good, and then one of my favorite films was used, so I didn't catch them all. Maybe I'll go back and do that. But my two favorite were... Do fry for me, Argentina. Mm-hmm, I like went. That. I did not go through a ska phase, but I went through a big Avita phase <laughs> in high school. So I loved that. 
You know what's funny is I feel like I've done fry uh, burgers before in burger uh-huh. puns, and you're like, they never do fry. Like, it doesn't ever This isn't a fry. French fry. This is fry, fry yes. the technique. Yeah, sure. Maybe I was misunderstanding. Yeah, your... you were. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm very hurt. Okay. <laughs> My second favorite. I think I meant French fries. I was so genuine in my <laughs> apology for misunderstanding you. My second favorite, I, a moment of silent for fall and for Nora Ephron. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> when Harry met Salami. Yeah, I think I've done that in our burger puns at some point. It's, it's so, so good. It's such a good one. Yeah. Yeah. What else about this episode? What what else do we want to talk about? We've got the sting. We've got Jack Conway. We've got the family getting to go do some slip and sliding, which we'll get into, obviously. Yeah. Spoiler alert for the end credits. I have a few random facts. Mm-hmm. One, the fact that they that they use sweet and sour sauce to shave Bob. I found that hysterical. And disgusting. And, and disgusting. it comes off way too easily. Oh, Yeah. Like, uh, Ron is able to wipe it off pretty easily. And yeah, I think like, it would be all stuck in oh, it would be the parts of the hair Ants that would be, shave. Ugh, yeah. Disgusting. Tina. We have to talk about Tina in this episode because she gets to play a different kind of character. She gets to play outraged and upset. And she will not let Bob back down. She, she is so furious about the horses. The moment... When they're at the restaurant and she realizes it's horse meat, her like reaction that they stay on for a long time is hysterical. It reminds me of in the movie when they're spoiler alert, if you don't want this is not like a plot, it's just a gag. But if you haven't seen it, mm-hmm. just hit that like 10 second forward button mm-hmm. uh, right now when they're crashing through all the uh, horse carousel things <laughs> and she's freaking out. I loved that. That mm-hmm. was. That was a highlight for me in the movie, for sure. I personally, I think Louise and Jean are fantastic, particularly in the second half of this episode. Louise and all her cop jargon is hysterical. Like, not cop jargon, but like a a detective movie kind of jargon when she goes, you getting sweet on this boy? When Bob, like, wants to back out. Oh, that is such a good line. I cackled yeah i cackled it's um, one of my favorite louise christian shawl deliveries it's so funny it's it's just truly amazing should we just play that I really real need quick to. okay I really but just need that to. one line doesn't feel great being in a guy's house to sting him on his birthday dad you getting sweet on this boy louise <laughs> it's so funny <laughs> do i love the guacamole bowl oh yeah I had, and Jean committing to the guacamole bowl like it's a marriage ceremony. Yes. Yeah, he's just in character. He's you like, know. it's for the gig, man. Yeah. Linda's great at the slip and slide party. With her wine, her yeah. giant glass of. And I do think like there's a slip and slide here and you're like, you know, there's going to be a grand finale to this episode and that slip and slide mm-hmm. is going to be part of it. There's a double grand finale technically with yep. the slip and slide. Yep. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. 
That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Do we want to get into the end credits? Is there anything Let's else we want to talk about since no. we're talking slip and slide? Okay, so the last moment before the end credits is Jack is coming to the restaurant. He's kind of apologizing and also at the same time announcing that he's written he's writing a book. Which, by the way, we're huge Friday Night Light fans in this house. Yes. So I appreciated this well, Yeah, we've a spoken lot. about it on here before, uh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, love, love that show. So it's a movie and a TV show. You've never heard of it? Yeah, I have heard of it. He's not really a football fan. No, I like football. I just don't know why you would call it Friday Night Meats. That's good. I get it. Chapter one. <laughs> it was Daddy. a Friday night, and I was selling meats. Horse meats. It was Friday Night Meats. That's good. Oh, my God. Pick up a meat plane right to your camera. So we get that last moment, and immediately we get some ska for the end credits. We have two running gags put together for this song. Tell me. Okay, so we have the ska, which we've already talked about, mm-hmm. to the lyrics of this running gag in song song in the episode when Jack comes to deliver the meat, which yeah. is here comes the do you here, have the lyrics? Here comes the meat playing right to your counter. Ooh. Which is the scene is particularly the scenes are particularly great because Bob and Linda are acting horribly. Yeah. It's so funny because I feel like these are lyrics that you would hear in a ska song anyway. Like, really? Yeah. It's such <laughs> a perfect that. fit in to ska music. I'll trust you. What do we see on the screen for these end credits as this music's playing? We see the yard where the slip and slide birthday party was. And we see in black and white the yard. And then in full color, horizontal across the screen, we have 
the orange slip and slide with water spewing out like good slip and slide setup. Oh, yeah. It's great. This and is like a, a top-notch slip and slide. Yeah. And like you said, we've had this before where the end credits are split now with the animations on top and the credits are on the bottom rather than side by side like they mm-hmm. normally are with the kitchen sequence. And we get Gene slipping all the way across from screen left to right, followed immediately by Louise. I want to point out that obviously she has her ears on even though they're going to get wet. The way they're flying in the air, like flapping in the air as she slides is so satisfying. The animation is so satisfying. She's always doing like, she's also doing like a swim move. Like she's pretending to swim with her arms, which is adorable. So cute. This, I have, I can't even think of the last time I slipped, slipped and slided. Yeah, I loved it. Slip and slided, but I, I could go for some slip and sliding right now. You know what I don't think will age well is the grass stuck to your wet body oh yeah when you get to the end and you can like skim into the grass that's not fun yeah you got to get the one that has like the pool at the end that you okay rich kid (laughs) (laughs) we just slid straight into the mud not an actual pool it has like it's an inflatable little pool at the end i've never seen those oh okay that's smart though but you still have to step out and like sure yeah it's it's not fun it's stuff you don't care about as a kid but as an adult it bothers you Let's see who's going to slip and slide next here. Okay. Tell me. You're you're oh, excited. I, I, Tina is on her knees sliding and it's just so stiff but also glorious and it's just so Tina. Her hands are back kind of like how her hands are when she runs. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. And then, of course, we get Jimmy Jr. right after. And I particularly love his slide because it's bringing me back to the end credits of... Um, the Belchies? The Belchies. He does this epic knee slide. Jimmy is a dancer wherever he goes, Jimmy Jr. But I love it particularly because he has all that sunscreen over his body, which was a very funny scene in the episode. Tina was trying to focus on the sting Got distracted by Jimmy Jr. lotioning himself up. Who is burnt to a crisp from his what vacation his with his father. Him? Did he say it looked like a... I don't remember. A wiener? He did? I don't remember that. Get your mind out of the gutter. No, he said like a dog's a dog's wiener or something like he that. Does. Right? Yeah, like, you're right. What does that even Like mean? doggy lipstick. Oh, you know when when dogs get excited. I yes, it's very red. I understand. Okay, I understand. <laughs> okay, so I paused it, but following Jimmy Junior, we get Bob in his shirt and shorts. He kept his shoes on too. Are those his socks or shoes? I think they're his shoes. His very cute, like uh, kind of like ankle shoes. I have to point out that I don't know why. But I love this outfit Bob has decided to wear. It's like this olive green shirt and gray shorts and little sneakers. And I'm just like, oh, out of the kitchen, Bob. I love it, too. And he is going on his stomach. Look at that smile. Right across. He's having a blast. You guys like the song the most out of anyone I sing it to. (laughs) Here comes Jack. I figured I'd let it play a little bit, but we get, after Bob, we get uh, Jack's son. Mm -hmm. I can't remember his name. 
I don't even know that they had. A I name think they for say him. his name, oh, okay. or, uh, but I don't. But who's he's supposedly really good at slip and slide. So he's standing up and doing all his. Yeah, like, he's cool, the kid that owns the slip and slide. Yeah, hate that kid. <laughs> Followed by Linda, who slides on her butt, sitting up with her giant glass of wine the entire time. As it how it how is that sitting? Like as if you're posing for a painting or something. Yeah, I don't know how she like. She the got force. a running start and got into that position with the class, but it's very, it's, she's an expert, apparently. Imagine if she just like ran and got in a position. She's like, now the wine, now the wine, hand it to me. Oh, I would love to see the setup <laughs> for that. She's followed by Jack himself. Who uh, has taken off his shirt. Yes. And he is on his stomach as well. That seems to be the go-to dad move. Uh, yeah, that, that feels right. I, I only went on my stomach. As a child. Well, you never went like uh, on your butt or on mm. your back or anything? Mm-mm. Oh, let's see. Maybe we need a slip and slide. Yeah. We're going to get two more at the end here. Walking through your doorway. Jack! Hi! <laughs> what a surprise! Tell us what happened at the end there. So Hugo slides, but he doesn't get enough momentum and just like putters out in the center of the slip and slide which is the most hugo thing ever he's on his stomach yes and then followed by ron who is sitting upright kind of like linda and he is responsible he's crashing into hugo and pushes hugo along kind of i just feel so bad for ron me too I just like Me I just too. don't like Hugo. I love the episode. Is it Best Burger where he gets to we get to see him without Hugo on his day In the off and stuff? Cab. Oh, he's just yeah. living living his life. I love Solo Ron. One thing I want to point out here is that Hugo and Ron's swim trunks match the colors of their respective ties. Cute. Also, Max and I just recorded an episode for Patreon, which are these commentaries, and we did a commentary on the demo. And something I noticed is that, one, both Hugo and Ron are in the demo that the very, they pitched to Fox. Original demo, yeah. Their ties are the – they're almost cut like clown ties. They're like huge – It's like a Trump tie. At the bottom. Yeah. It's like this very weird cut. And I noticed in this episode, because we recorded that yesterday, that they still kept the really weird cut of the ties. It's just like they're – clearly outdated which makes you like annoyed with hugo even more yeah but love ron even more yeah (laughs) highlights lowlights linda was a great chuckle i love seeing the kids do kids thing i love seeing bob do kids things and smile me too it's so nice to see the family having so much fun together and I think my my low light is that these credits aren't longer and I don't get to see more characters slide across the screen because it's so satisfying. Who else would we see? I would love to see any of the characters from Bob's Burgers. Yeah, you mean like from the town? Sliding. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. If these end credits, like if this was Jocelyn. the end credits for the movie where you had more time and mm-hmm. you just kept like showing the characters sliding through, it'd be great. I love that. I would All the different, that. yeah. Another highlight for me is the ska music. As I said, I found that really funny in the episode so i'm glad to see it again me too and the way this just like syncs up to those lyrics yeah it's great i kind of wish i think my little is that i wish they didn't put the talking over it i don't think we needed the talking i don't think we needed it yeah that's yeah. that maybe that's like a little low light for me like it's we don't need I, I like it being almost. an actual song yeah so maybe they could have tossed in some uh, a new verse to go with oh this. see that would have been like a 
chef's kiss. Yeah, and they could have gotten Ken Marino to do some some vocals. Yeah, I love he, it. He would work as a ska lead singer. Oh, in some sitcom. Oh, oh my god, it's like a retired or like an ex ska <laughs> singer who's like living the glory days of his ska. Can't let it his go. Ska band's career from All right. like we pitched another show. There you go. Should we score them? Yeah, let's score them. Okay. We score on a scale of one to ten H's at the end of Tina's uh. Who wants to go first here? I do have my number locked in. Then why don't you go first? 7.5. 7.5. Okay, okay. What's yours? I think I'm going to give him a nine. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Like, I really like the music. I think it's so fun. I think I like these end credits more than the episode itself, which we've interesting said. Yeah. yeah and i love seeing all the characters get to slide through and they're different it like, is like a really joyous moment okay i'm gonna go eight okay i love that you can tell a character's personality by how they slide almost oh yes and that's great bob to me. says it so well yeah so i'm i'm giving a nine i just i really like the music i like I, I take it down for those for having them talk i take it down for not giving me more characters sliding but that's not their fault <laughs> But there you go. You're like I wanted an hour long credit sequence. Yeah, like- yeah. You know what? Is that so much to ask? So those are the end credits too. They serve horses, don't they? Thank you, everyone, for listening. Go follow us on all of the social medias at Bob's Credits. You can follow me personally on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Oh Hello It's Max. You can follow Skylar on Instagram. She's at No Crying and Cooking. Anything else you want to say before we get out of here? Just check out our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash Bob's Credits, and stay slip and slidey. Oh, you were ready for that one. Yeah, you called me out the other day. Let's go practice our uh, our horns so we can start a ska band. Oh. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.